0: i Howdy, everybody. Welcome, Howdy. To, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real Two. My name is Michael E. Conan II, but you can call me Mikey the Kid. And uh, <laughs> with me, as always, is my co-host. It is Matthew
1: uh, Alien Clone Hybrid. Lance House. Lance House. Lance House. Okay.
0: Lance well, yeah. well, I reckon that's a long name, my friend. Yeah, a little bit long. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's okay. today on the show, we are covering the latest episode of <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> which is a Western episode. Hence my <laughs> weird attempt at a Western accent. Anyway, so, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, um in this episode which is entitled stressed western <laughs> yes get it stressed western ha <laughs> ha mm-hmm. this is episode 8 of season 6 which uh, aired on June 27th 2021 it was directed by david ramsey who also guest starred in the episode and was written by mm-hmm. Matthew Mala. Okay, so... What goes down in this episode here, my friend? This episode right here... <laughs> 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 so, so, um...
1: So, Sarah's, you know, she's back. Um, you know, they had the whole uh, rescue mission, or what? Well, not really. What kind of a rescue mission? Uh, from the last episode, after uh, she essentially killed Bishop, you know, because he was trying to upload his, like, consciousness into, like, a world computer or whatever. Um, that failed, you know, thankfully. And, uh, they're, like, trying to, like, ease her into, like, you know, life again. Like, Ava's trying to make, like, her favorite foods and all this kind of stuff. And Bayard is, like, you know, got, he went to, like, the Agora you know, in ancient Greece, to get like a pinch of salt, you know, to put on her food or whatever. And um, they end up making um, making Mick like Kobe beef, like aged fifteen years, in one morning or whatever. <laughs> for all, for all the hard work they did, and all the you know the journey that they made to get back to the ship, and um, so that, that was kind of funny. And um, so it turns out that um, Sarah is not very hungry and uh this this kind of is kind of revealed slowly over the show why what might be going on um so um you know ava's trying to like you know kiss her and stuff like that and she just blurts out that she's an alien uh hybrid human hybrid clone and then just goes into the credits the intro credits <laughs> and then,
0: yeah and know um, he's dealing with that um And she asks Ava to keep it quiet. Yeah. Um, Ava then asks uh, Nate for a simple mission for Sarah, so they, you know, so that, you know, she can work her way back into the group. Um, Which uh, leads them to the legends to Fist City, Oklahoma Territory, (laughs) in eighteen ninety-one. Yep. Where where they go in uh, Fist City, according to uh, according to Nate, was one of the like meanest cities in the in in the Old West. Yeah, and uh, they basically when they get there, they find the town's residents to be really really kind, (laughs) (laughs) and none of them are drinking or cursing or anything, they're drinking, like, root beer instead of regular beer and stuff like that, having, yeah. having ice cream floats and milkshakes <laughs> and stuff like that.
1: It's a, a dry, what you would call a dry town um, yes. during one of those days. Uh, yeah, what was it? The- they used a fancy word for root beer back then. It was called like Sarah. Uh, Sarah yeah, sarsaparilla. That, Sas- that was the official name for root beer. But they changed it to root beer because they figured more people would buy it than. I mean, seriously, if you went to a store, would you buy something that said Sarah's Sarah Barilla? Or root. Well, you don't drink beer, so it wouldn't matter. But, like, most people... Uh, <laughs> they, uh, uh, know, what, what?
0: I can't have either, unfortunately, because root beer makes my stomach hurt. Well, then... Well, then,
1: yeah, so well, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, so they go to this, yeah, this town. They go into a saloon because they, this is where they think the alien has
0: set up somehow. Yeah, and they don't know uh, what um, alien they're looking for. So they're, sendi- yeah, they're sending in... Um, Sending in uh, Spooner, and uh, with uh, with uh, what's her face? Um, Astra. You, come on, how did I forget her name? Yeah, yeah, me too. I just I blanked on it for a second there. Astra yeah. um, is uh, they're, they're kind of fighting anyway, so yeah, they're bickering. So so, so they they. they they pair people off into teams and they put them in a team together because the buddy system. Yeah. The buddy system, because they kind of just want them to get the, you know, cooperate with each other better. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so of course they're fighting back and forth and everything. Um, so, uh, during this whole time, Constantine keeps asking Gary about the Fountain of Imperium. Mm. Um, which is uh, um, which is a is like a fountain, kind of kind of like the Fountain of Youth, but like a fountain where you can gain your magic again. So, because Constantine lost his magic a couple episodes ago, so he's trying Uh-oh. to get his magic back. But it's, like, it's hardcore magic.
1: It's, like, yeah. like basically, like, you could just have all the magic in a
0: world if you drink or whatever, access this fountain or whatever. <clears throat> and and uh, Gary's trying to deflect Constantine's inquiries because he doesn't really want him to
1: <laughs>
0: get this because it's dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, they basically... It, They get into a fight at one point in the bar. Um. Or somebody gets into a fight. Who got into a fight? Because I'm trying to remember now. Oh, okay. So, um. What happened was, was they, um. When they got in there. And, uh.
1: When it was Astra and Spooner were bickering. And Astra ended up, um. Knocking something. Knocking her. um, Spooner's sort of tinfoil hat. Because she was literally wearing, like, a tinfoil hat. Because... You know, it keeps the alien voices from getting in your mind or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she ends up knocking this guy over and spills his root beer. And then that's when we find out that this is, like, a town, like... Because he's like, oh, well, I should be buying you another round or whatever. Then it turns out that there's, like, this whole welcoming, like, ceremony where you got this guy playing the guitar, singing a song about the new strangers yeah, in the yeah, town. Like a valideer, the
0: basically. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but what happens is is that... um. Um this guy at the table uh, mistakes them as being like basically like bar wenches which you know as you do in like eighteen ninety one or whatever you're gonna assume that a woman in the bar even if it's like a dry bar is working the place probably not as a customer or whatever
0: yeah
1: just, oh don't come after me i'm I'm just going by what history was like don't cancel me uh, you know for <laughs> historically accurate presentations of things but um <laughs> <clears throat> um, sorry, that was kind of weird of me. But, but, um, and, so they think he's like going to play cards or whatever, like, you know, gamble. So it turns out that he's playing Go Fish. And he's got, like, this little um, thing of, like, gold like in his pocket, like a like, pouch of gold, and Astra wants to, to win the gold from him. And she's frustrated that um, they're not gambling, like, because she... Like when she was living in hell, that's pretty much her life. Was like they pretty much traded like people's souls, like you would, um, like money, basically, you know. Um, and she kind of wanted to like she's kind of she still kind of has a chip on her shoulder when it comes to that kind of thing. Like she wants to get what she wants, and if she doesn't, she gets like really really frustrated because like that's how she's had to pretty much grow up. Is is kind of just winning things over people because that yeah, was I like mean, the you, only way she could survive up, when yeah. you're
0: growing up in hell that basically your life's going to be
1: hell um, yeah <laughs> that's literally how she, Yeah, literally how she grew up so she's she's pissed off that this guy was just playing go fish so she she couldn't win his money so then she goes out there to basically just like antagonize him, like oh well I, I need to win this gold from you somehow like you know and then he gets angry and basically you know Whatever calls her, um, basically said something like um, about, her, about her being black. Basically, like oh, some of the looks of you or whatever, you know. Because Oklahoma, 1800s, yeah. pretty so racist. Kind of uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and we we and so so we we realize that there's an alien worm underneath the ground, kind of, uh, kind of, uh, basically tremors like, <laughs> yeah, because this this episode really reminded me of tremors. Oh, uh, I know totally. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and basically the the worm only attacks when people get angry. It can sense your anger, so it's kind of like the Incredible Hulk who attacks when he gets angry. But <laughs> this is <laughs> different. It attacks when other people are angry. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so that's why there's all these rules in the town, and they have a they have a. Uh, Have a um. They they uh, Gary identifies this uh worm as a Haverack, <laughs> and um it's under the control of their uh sheriff, the town sheriff uh, Levi Stapleton, which is a great name. Um, yeah. Yes, I don't know why I just like that name. Um, it is a name. Yeah, he has a whistle that controls it. Basically, um, it ends up swallowing some local from underneath the ground during that argument with Astra. So it, it swallows mm-hmm. that guy that she's having an argument with. So, um... There's a point where, uh... Sarah wants the whistle, basically, because they want to get the alien, you know, off the timeline and back into, you know, their ship and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And destroyed it. Um, they, uh... So, uh, Sarah challenges Stapleton to a duel. And they say they're going to take, you know, so many paces and then shoot. And, uh, he shoots early. Of course he does. When when Sarah's back is to him. Shoots her right down the center of the head. And then she regenerates, basically revealing her secret to everybody. Mm-hmm. Then uh yeah. So we also see during this whole time a uh a masked man looking around. A man with like a handkerchief around his neck. Or a bandana, I should say. Um
1: Yeah. really
0: familiar eyes. I wonder yeah. who he could be. <laughs> yeah. Well it, it happens to be David Ramsey, but not <laughs> playing Diggle. <laughs> no. He's, we, he's playing somebody we we uh later learn is Bass Reeves yeah the reeves yeah who uh who we know from history was uh was a law enfor- enforcement officer and basically the he, he was uh he was basically a he was he was the first black deputy US marshal west of the mississippi river he worked mostly in Arkansas and the Oklahoma Territory, where this takes place. And uh, he has he had on his record more than three thousand arrests of dangerous criminals. Wow! Uh, and he shot and killed fourteen of them in <laughs> alleged an in alleged self defense. Wow! Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he was he was the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Um, yeah, um, he, he, yeah, basically, uh, even though the Lone Ranger was white in the series and everything, but basically the events that he did, because he would come from town to town and take care of things as, as a, as a marshal, you know? So, you know, he was like, who was that masked man sort of thing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And, um. Yeah, there's also his uh, his character is mentioned in um, in the uh, in the um, TV series Watchmen, along other things too. So you know, just you know, very important history character in history that tends to get overlooked because of his color of his skin. Yeah, yeah, he's of probably course. just as important to like. Uh, <laughs> Western history, as you know, Wyatt Earp and other people like that. So, you know, but people know mm-hmm. Wyatt Earp's name, they don't know his, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Well, starting to, more people are now, but yeah, not just him. I mean, a lot, a lot of the original cowboys were black as well. Yeah,
1: and um, that's also often overlooked, you know, for various reasons. <laughs> yeah, and so because that's because he's a whole The whole point of like the Wild West or whatever—I mean, I know Oklahoma is not technically west—but like that whole idea was sort of like the time it was. Yeah. Well, okay, it was like an entrepreneurial type of spirit. Like you try to create something, make your own way, type of thing. You know, build something from the ground up, type of thing. You know, Um, a lot of those people, you know, were black people. You know, who have just maybe, maybe just recently you know which, been freed from enslavement uh, you know or whatever which is the good like. thing
0: about Watchmen it actually taught people about mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that happened in Oklahoma in, regarding um, black people with uh, Black Wall Street and Tulsa and then the, mm-hmm. the, the massacre that happened there unfortunately so you know a lot of people that we never learned about in our history classes. And that's why people don't understand why critical race theory is actually a good thing. Anyway, so oh, yeah. I'm not going okay. to... Yeah, We're not allowed to learn that exactly. No. Um, because because it's going
1: to stir up... No, you hear you know what their arguments are? Their argument is literally probably to use their language that they use behind closed doors, not when... It's going to stir up the blacks and they're going to get vengeful and angry. It's literally they're, I'm like, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You do realize that they already know this part of the history it's yeah. not a secret we're the ones that don't know the history and we're the ones that you don't want to know the history because if we learn the history you're afraid that we're going to be empathetic and then that's terrible when it comes to trying to divide people you don't want people to be empathetic so that's and who it, you it really takes don't away want and it takes learn. away the
0: squeaky clean image of the history of america right so um, that's who it, yeah. that's who they really don't they don't they don't want people like us to but, learn about. But, but, but even the, the sad fact is is we don't learn about like many historical figures of, of note that are like heroes and good people like Bass Reeves in our history classes, you know? It's like Well exactly too,
1: not just tragic. That's that's the other thing too, is yeah. like you, you don't always like with Malcolm X would used to say is like, you know, like you know, we, we know all these stories about like you know lynchings and stuff like that like well you know where are our heroes where are you know like you know white people learn about george washington all of these founding fathers you know where are the stories of our heroes you know type of thing so yeah, yeah. it's it's important to have that kind of like
0: inspirational figure you know um or figures you know so it's 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 good that you know more people are learning about bass reeves through things like this and the other things like exactly i like I, I i doubt that legends of tomorrow is going to be very educational <laughs> when it comes to him but, <laughs> well but maybe somebody watching the show will look up and say hey i wonder if this bass reeves guy was a real guy and turns out he is yeah um, and then, you know just read his wikipedia page it takes like a half hour at the most you know i'm just saying um right. not even that you know i'm just saying you know maybe if you're getting up in the middle right. to go get a pepsi or something but anyways um so uh yeah <laughs> so this whistle guy yeah. we forgot to mention is that bass
1: reeves is basically an outlaw in this timeline now and in the 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 guy who runs the city was actually he was the outlaw in real life and now yeah. he's the sheriff
0: and then yeah so it's, it's kind of reversed or whatever um so um do you want to take a quick break here matt and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of this episode sure okay we'll be right back Thanks. what is gen x what is the silent generation what do generations have in common Howdy, folks. We're back. Welcome. Back. Why, why, why don't you sit a spell here with us?
1: Have some sars sarspella. How,
0: how do you say? It? Sarsaparilla. Uh, yeah, sarsaparilla on the house. Yes. Sarsaparilla. Get yourself a a, a a nice milkshake. A nice milkshake. Yep. With
1: extra cherry.
0: The extra cherries on top. Yep. <laughs> yep. I reckon that's the best meal you can have.
1: I wonder what a milkshake in
0: the 1800s would taste like. Would that's it be a, any good? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did they <clears throat> did they have refrigeration? Um, <laughs> I mean,
1: just would it be stirred? I mean, would it even taste like anything like a modern milkshake? I mean, like
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wonder. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, totally. But all I do know is that. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. (laughs) Wait. It's an old reference, I like it. Yes. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. So, according to Wikipedia... During the 1880s till the 1930s, when the term milkshake was first used in print in 1885, milkshakes were an alcoholic whiskey drink that has been described as a sturdy, healthful eggnog type of drink with eggs, whiskey, etc. served as a tonic as well as a treat. Oh, wow. However, by 1900, the term referred to wholesome drinks made with chocolate, strawberry, or vanilla syrups. By the uh, early 1900s, people were asking for the new treat, often with ice cream. By the 1930s, milkshakes were a popular drink at malt shops, which were the typical soda fountains of the period, used by students as a meeting place to hang out. Anyways, so, um, yeah, basically, that's where they came from. So not very historically accurate,
1: but that's okay. No, because um, you know we got a tremors like alien in town who's being controlled by a sheriff that actually should be an
0: outlaw, and that actually happened though, right? Yeah, well of course that part happened. Um, I remember learning about that in history class. We didn't learn about Bass Reeves, but we learned about the no. uh, about the well, worm, the worm that <laughs> shit, that worm that shit gold and. Uh, <laughs> That's right. The worm. That's right. He shits gold. That's why. That's why the town's so
1: rich. Is because they literally just scoop up the the shit of the worm. That's a good. That's a good saying right there. Scoop up the shit of the worm.
0: Wouldn't it be great if we shit gold? it Would be awesome. I mean, it might. <clears throat> it probably hurt coming out. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this town literally a gold mine, and they just have to have someone to control controlled the, <clears throat> the worm yeah Um got a control weird, control the worm much like people had to try to control dennis rodman whose nickname was the worm oh wait <laughs> right
1: but it's weird though right because it, it can only shit if it eats people but it can only eat people if they get angry but they have the rules to prevent people from being angry so isn't that kind of like a contradiction like if they kind of like
0: i don't know, I don't know if it might be able to shit if it eats other things maybe it eats other things oh, too that's not true yeah because i don't think it maybe it <laughs> doesn't just eat humans you know oh yeah true it might eat grass or <laughs> grass or animals or
1: trees whatever or trees yeah it could be yeah, or houses or um well there wasn't many houses in that yeah. you know area <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> back then towns were just like i guess the other thing too is just like looking at how like towns used to be like back in the day like it wasn't like you just had roads that would like go directly into like a town like it is now like like there would literally just be like areas of like nothing and then you just show up and there's like a town like a lot, you know of time, I mean?
0: a lot of times like in these in these shows I mean, you mean you did like if you if you watch something like uh like you know like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman you or Little House on the Prairie you know that there's like the main little town area that's like kind of like the downtown of modern times and mm-hmm. uh but you did have like you know your farms and your houses surrounding it so there probably oh, yeah, were sure. farms and stuff that these people lived at because not everybody lived in the saloon um oh, right <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah especially a saloon that only serves you yes yeah. i can't say it was
0: sass syrup.
1: we're 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 yes. we're
0: going to we're, we're going to teach you this sass okay Sass.
1: Sasparilla. Wait, Sas-pa. sasparilla. Sasparilla. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna repeat it. Sasparilla. Sasparillas. Okay. Yes. I'll memorize it. Sasparilla. Yeah. You know, a, 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 a saloon only serves you sasparilla and milkshakes. Yeah. Probably shitty milkshakes, if I'm being honest. And like, what
0: was the other thing he offered? Phosphate. So what's phosphate? Is that just like phosphates were actually an early an early version of what we call soda now? Um, okay. Yeah, so- sodas were originally there was like a thing called a phosphate, which was like kind of a it it basically ended up developing into like you know things like cola and uh, Dr Pepper and Mountain Dew and all that. Oh, stuff. okay. But uh, they they were like they, they weren't as sweet, but it was kind of like a carbonated mm-hmm. beverage that had uh you know it was like early carbonated bre- beverage, yeah it's
1: like a cult, like a club soda basically
0: in like, a way sometimes they would have uh other things in them. um i listened to a podcast once about the history of uh of soda
1: so <laughs> I, I like how we're, we're we're narrowing in on the more important parts of the episode <laughs> like sans oh i said it right all right yes. um and you know uh, phosphate and milkshakes with extra chair. Okay, good. That we got that settled. Yep. The, the you know the important parts of the episode are now settled. Um, uh, who cares about Bass Reeves and the worm that shits gold and the um, the duel where he, the guy shoots Sarah in the head and she's she somehow. Uh, oh, that's the other part too. We forgot. So, well, we didn't yeah, forget. Yeah, go ahead. Break, yeah. Well, after she regenerates, he gets all pissed off that she can't die, and this little worm eats him then because he's getting angry. And then, um... Oh, yeah, we forgot too. Goddamn, we're forgetting all kinds of stuff. Okay. So, basically, um, is flirting with Astra in the beginning, like, when they first get there. And Zari, you know, kind of confronts him about it. Not really, but just, like, tells him that he always goes for, like, the bad girls, and, you know, he needs to find someone that's, like, you know, better for him or whatever. And He's, you know, rejecting her, you know, sisterly advice or whatever. So then, you know, he ends up falling for this other woman at at the saloon who's like flirting with him. And like, she turns out to be kind of bad because after the worm eats the sheriff, who's actually a bad guy, like in history, um, she's the one that takes the whistle and now commands. And then we find out that like, the town's not so nice after all because they all draw their guns onto the legends and force them into the saloon where they're basically camping out now. So yes. not great people in Fist city, but, um, no, nope.
0: And a a phosphate soda is a type of beverage that has tangy (laughs) or sour taste. Uh, These beverages became popular among children in the 1870s in the United States. Phosphate beverages were made with fruit flavorings, egg, malt, or wine. In the 1900s, the beverages became popular and fruit-flavored phosphate sodas were served at soda fountains before losing popularity to ice cream-based treats in the 1930s. Phosphoric acid is used in many bottled uh, soft drinks, including Coca-Cola. The original acid phosphate made um, by the um, Horsford Chemical Company was a mixture of calcium, magnesium, and potassium um, phosphate salts with a small amount of uh, phosphoric acid producing a liquid mixture with a pH of around 2 to 3, the same as freshly squeezed lime juice. Um, Horsford used bone ash, which was mostly calcium phosphate. In the 21st century, bone ash is used primarily in the ceramics industry and rarely available as a food grade stock. The ingredients can, however, be synthesized from modern food grade chemicals. That is the whole. <coughs> that is the whole
1: uh,
0: <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> well, there we go. See, yes. now we got the important stuff. Yes, we know what phosphates are.
1: You know what's interesting about that. Like I was talking about earlier was like how, like, like how evolution is like very cyclical. and like oh, that that was the last episode we recorded. Never mind. But um yeah. So like, it started off with like fruit flavored stuff, and then like, then like you know a few years ago, maybe like five or ten years ago, um, SodaStream was really popular, and that was pretty much. It was like you made your own soda, and you put like fruit flavored in there, and it's like there you go. So we we went back to the eighteen hundreds. Um, to drink the type of phosphate that they drink in the saloon, when the worm was not shitting alien, was shitting, sorry, the alien was not shitting gold. Um, yep. I wonder if they could put some gold dust in from the worm shit into the phosphate to make make it a little, give it a Ooh. little tang, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. How? We- we we really went off the rails in this one trying to figure out where do we where do we pick up. So so, so anyway, have... in in the show we so, so 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 um we we had the we had the um the standoff. Yeah. So we learned that uh, Sarah can regenerate herself. I mean, we already knew this, but the team reveals you know finds us out. Um, mm-hmm and then we, uh, th- there's, a, there's another scene where, th- there's a thing where Astra and Spooner are going off to try to find where the gold's coming from. Did we talk about yeah. this yet?
1: No. No. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's, that's how we find out that the worm shits gold. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so they find the worm and find that, and um, Bass Reeves is, uh, is following them. And then they 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 end up meeting him. And um he's basically, like you said, been maligned by Stapleton, basically and mm-hmm. made to be the outlaw of the town. And uh mm-hmm. They the legends all all like kind of hide inside because the town wants to get them and force them out of town because they don't wanna they don't wanna lose their uh their gold mine basically. Um yeah. So they force all of the legends basically into uh, a bar and I mean the saloon where they're basically slowly getting like uh cabin fever and start like arguing with each other. <laughs> and uh this uh summons the Havarak worm alien thing. Mm-hmm. The, the gold shitter. And um, <laughs> they should have just called the alien the gold shitter. <laughs> the gold shitter. And uh, <laughs> so,
1: uh,
0: um, Reeves and Astra and everybody come to town, and, and Spooner come to town as well. Um, Sarah sees sees uh, Riggs at one. I mean, I mean Reeves at one point and, and thinks that and, and says to him, "Dig." <laughs> And she's like, he's like, I can dig it. I was like, I do, yes, yes, yes I, I do. do dig it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, makes you wonder if maybe uh, Bass Reeves was a was an ancestor of John Diggle or something, you know?
1: See, that would be pretty awesome um, yeah. if we find that out. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, the legends are, are you know bickering and they, they summon the Haverack and uh, it ends up being destroyed by Astra and Spooner using their powers, basically.
1: Well, the buddy system works, yep.
0: eh? <laughs> Um. So then after that happens, uh, Bass Reeves cleans up Fist City and uh, then we cut back to Gary and Constantine and Gary you know, in their little story Constantine um, is told by Gary that there is a map of the fountain that he's looking for, and that Crowley mm. knows where it is. <clears throat> so we may have to see Alistair Crowley again.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, he told him about it in the episode. He's like, "There is a fountain of of Empyrean, but mm-hmm. he didn't want to. Didn't really believe him because he figured he's just trying to get out of his portrait again, but. That was really hard to watch. <clears throat> like, John, like, really getting mad at Gary for not telling him about it. Oh, I It's know. like the only reason why is because it's so dangerous it could, like, kill you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't understand, though, so, like, about that whole thing of, like, why is John, like, completely cut off from magic? Because if Astra can learn from the bottom up, why can't John just start from the bottom as well? Like, I don't know why he's completely because like, he's
0: not drake com- oh okay i don't know and he, <laughs> yeah. he he can't start from the bottom and now he's here and um but um because the spell was
1: specifically meant for john to like deplete him of magic i mean i
0: don't and, like, know it cleansed- i mean it, it, yeah i, I don't it, it i don't know why it didn't take her Astros magic away Maybe it was because she was learning magic at the time, and so, yeah, like you said, she yeah. just started out, and I don't know, maybe he can learn it again. I don't know, it's it's like, um... I don't know, it... it, it well, he, tried. Yeah. It's that he can't, like,
1: he, he physically can't, like, he's like... You know what I mean? Like, like...
0: Maybe this is something they're, they're gonna, like, reveal to us in the next episode. I hope Yeah, so. maybe. Yeah. Um... And then we have at the, uh, the end of the episode, um... Basically, uh, Bayrod takes his his totem and uh, Zari's totem and gives them to Nate so he can go and visit the other Zari.
1: Which, you know, would have been nice for, like, the past two seasons that they could have done that for him. But
0: <laughs> Well, we did get to... We, we, we spent time with both of the Zaris for a while last season, so...
1: Yeah, no, I just mean, like, letting Nate, like, you know, <laughs> see her, like... Maybe they, like, hey, you know.
0: maybe they just figured out they could do that. I don't know. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Hilarious. So yeah. We've got... Um... Do you want to take a break here, Matt? And then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, some speculation and trivia and stuff. Oh, some specs and trivia, sure. Yes, we'll be right back, folks. <laughs>
1: Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out The Super Podcast from the super network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture and we do monthly fan-voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting
0: platforms. All right, and we are back, folks. Back. Yes. So here's some trivia. You ready for this, Matt? Yeah. Okay, this is the first Western episode where Jonah Hex does not show up. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, Bayrod lends Nate the air totem so he can visit the world between worlds to spend time with Zari Tomas, um, implying that even in spiritual form, they can still enjoy sex together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. yep. What it's implying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bass Reeves, as we said before, was the first uh, black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi River. Um, DC fans may recognize the character from his brief mention in HBO's Watchmen where he served. I'm not going to tell you what. OK, there we go. Um, <laughs> in case you want to watch the show. But anyways, um, the, the, sh- the sheriff's rules in the tavern are no cussing, fighting, gambling, fornicating, alcohol consumption spitting, cheating, yelling, gunplay or disrespecting others mm-hmm. okay. um, yeah basically Nate has revealed that he's basically built up a lot of stress since losing both of his lovers Amaya and Zari yeah yeah cause he got into a whole thing
1: too in the saloon where he was like you know what fine i'm gonna you know reveal all of my stuff too you know
0: yeah um <clears throat> ava doesn't seem to mind that sarah that the sarah she knew and fell in love with is dead and immediately accepts the clone probably due to ava herself being a clone that's right <laughs> and not wanting to think of the alternative um um the the alien worm haverack appears to be based on the graboids from the Tremors movies franchise mm-hmm. yeah Spooner learns how to uh reverse her alien empathy power in this episode um and that's basically all we got for trivia here um do you want to hear the uh information about the next episode that's coming up Matt? Oh, sure. Okay, the next episode called This is Gus. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: The synopsis is, Bayrod is disappointed because the legends have forgotten his birthday. So when they track an alien pod to 2024 and wind up um, at his favorite television sitcom, he thinks it's really a surprise for him. Feeling guilty, Nate and Zari occupy Bayrod by keeping up the ruse by attending a taping of the show while Ava, Spooner, and Astra try to find the alien to get the timeline back on track. <laughs> so, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Rory's behavior has been a little off, so Sarah and Gary become determined to find out what happened. But uh, Rory ends up getting some unexpected news. dun dun yeah. dum We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, sounds like a fun one coming up. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what his favorite sitcom is. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure uh, out what that would be.
1: Yeah, maybe it's this is maybe it's, this is
0: us is his favorite sitcom. But this is us isn't really a sitcom. That's more of a drama. Well, true. Yeah. So we'll have to see what this is about.
1: No, it's totally
0: <laughs> a sitcom. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when all those people die on the show and everything and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. People hilarious.
1: Depressed and anxiety attacks. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Secrets being kept for them. It's a total fun town, you know,
0: <laughs> just like ER. Oh, wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyways, any other like thoughts or speculation mm-hmm. here, Matt, before uh, we end things here?
1: Um, not a whole lot other than just like, it does seems like Mick has been like, um, taking a back seat literally so maybe it's they're kind of like teasing his departure maybe somewhat or something
0: yeah because I mean there is there is talk he's leaving as a series regular but he said yeah. he said his uh messages were misunderstood that he's not leaving the show oh, okay so, but he he's probably leaving as a regular though he might just be you know a guest star from now on or something you know
1: oh okay yeah
0: so which which would just mean he's not gonna to be in every episode so right yeah, so, yeah. all right. But we'll see what happens. Um, or maybe he's leaving for good. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, anyways, folks, uh, if you like this episode, make sure you give us a five-star review on the Apple Pods cast thingy. That sounded weird when I said that. But anyways, um, <laughs> just give, give, give us a five-star review if you like us. Give us a bad review if you don't. I don't care. Um, just give us a review. I'll read them all. Um also, um, if you have any questions or anything or anything you want us to cover in the future, message me at mike at Uh check out all2real2.com for links to all of our uh, all of our episodes and um, to uh, links to our Twitter and our Facebook and our Instagram and all that stuff. Join our Facebook group, all two real two podcast group. Um, it's a fun place. Um, yeah. Make sure uh, you go out there, enjoy the nice weather we've been having. Um, get some sun. Make sure you wear some sunscreen. Sun's important. Yeah. And, yeah, and, sunscreen. yeah. Wear sunscreen. And you know what else you might want to wear? A condom. <laughs> um, anyways, so <laughs> until next time, uh, time travelers, uh, bye bye.
1: Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.